Why don't we take attendance and call the meeting to order, please? Here. Okay, we got a quorum. We're in session. And let's start with our usual process, uh, which is to take a moment to review uh, the agenda and find items that we want separation. Uh, otherwise, we'll then take a motion for everything else on the report and adopt as recommended. So folks with those items uh, are perfectly uh, free to stay and enjoy the rest of the meeting with us, can if they wish go home with their item completed. So, uh, items for separation. Alder and Rommel. 16, 18, and 19. 16, 18, and 19. Any other items? Alderman Revere. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I'd like separation on item 26 to ask a question. 16, 16 18, 19, and 26. Any other items? I'll take a motion then for adopting the recommendations on the balance of the report. Um, and I'll point out that we had registrations on 11 and 23 from people available to answer questions. Uh, Roberta Sladke on 11 and Dave Porterfield on 23. So on the balance of the report, uh, motion to suspend first. Alderman Rommel. Uh, moved suspension. Is there a second? Second. On suspension. Pardon? Okay, is the motion, right, well, first suspension. Uh, there is a second. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, the motion, which will cover the rest of the agenda, including 11 to be placed on file. Okay. Okay, thank you, Mayor. Um, to adopt items 1 through 10, 11 uh, placed on file as a recommendation. Mm -hmm. Adopt 12 through 15, 17, 20, 21 through 25. Is there a second? Second. Motion and a second. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you very much. And we'll now turn to item, first one for separation, which was uh, 16. Can I have a motion on 16, please? Move adoption. Is there a second? second? Motion and a second on adoption. Discussion. Alderman Eskridge. Certainly. Anything else? Alderman. So I've asked um, the finance department to. Show on the right one. To add some language to this. Oh, hello. Which would then call out the fact that we're going to have an RFP as part of this. And, and the reason, so I moved this. Is this a substitute? Substitute at your place. Is there a second to, on the sub motion? Second. Motion and a second for the substitute. And the substitute then? The substitute is to add that that is an RFP process and we've selected a vendor. And the reason I asked for that is there's so many of these things where we don't know. 
I just want us to be consistent, and I would ask um, finance and the city attorney's office to always, in these resolutions, say that there's an RFP that like, adds a whereas statement and any other relevant information that might be pertinent to each thing so that when I read these things or the public does, they, they at least know right away that's what it is. Thank you. Further discussion? Seeing none on the question, which is adoption of the substitute. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. We'll now come to a main vote with the substitute as the main motion. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 18, is there a motion? Move adoption of item 18. Is there a second? second. Motion and a second. Discussion? All the room I pulled this one. I guess I got into, like, the funny mode reading the agenda last night, but um, I didn't even know what this was. And the nothing in the... the the resolution gave me any information. I had to go Google what a DAS system, because I'm not a techie person, and and it just wasn't clear to me what it was for, why we were doing it, what the public benefit was. Well, I've learned subsequently it's to add, like, little cell installations on, on our own poll so we get some money, but it just seemed like it, this thing could have had more information in it, and... Because it could be passed, and no one would really know what they had passed. So I don't really have any language here. I did get something from David I could dig out of my world. but um, yeah, uh, Let me just, I'll expand on this one, and I think the point's well taken then, that staff will understand that when they come in with any of these resolutions, have at least a statement in there that makes it clear what it's about. There's a national debate. If, if I'm on the right one here, mm -hmm. on the placement of cell towers, correct? Correct. All right. And um, what's going on is there's some effort against the uh, interests of all municipalities that cell companies have local ordinances and state legislation preempted by the federal government and that they be able to, in effect, put these in any public right-of-way however and whenever they feel like it. Meantime, there are a number of municipalities, most municipalities, who have got programs where they control the public right-of-way and there is some respect by the cell phone companies for uh, the public right-of-way and they are working out lease agreements. And the benefit is twofold. One is we have something to say about where they go in terms of the uh, physical appearance and infrastructure of the city. And secondly, we do derive some revenue. So this is uh, another contract which will permit uh, uh, the installation of, of some cell phone receptors uh, in the public right away. Further discussion? I, I guess the question is, do we want to change it any? Or is, is this something that we can ask finance to work with whoever, traffic engineering? Well, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to ask Dave Dreyer to take up the summation in the email and provide that language by the next council meeting so that it can be added uh, to the resolution uh, and so it's clear. Thank you, Mayor. Okay. For the discussion on adoption, seeing none, all is. Can I mention something? Yes. 
this is a, as you all know, this is simply an extension of an existing lease agreement. It's a pilot in the Ninth Aldermanic District. What occurred to me when I read the resolution is it would be helpful if real estate staff, who are the ones that drafted the resolution, would at least reference the legislative ID number and the enactment of the previous resolution that was more detailed. This is simply an extension of the lease that's expired. So if, if we are going to request a substitute, it would, I would suggest be that a little more thorough. real estate could even just add one, whereas clause specifying that the okay. council had previously adopted this lease, okay. and this is simply an extension of the lease, Laura, you giving us that specific okay. ID number. Thank, Thank you. you. Further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Um, item 19, authorizing finance and the police department to amend the 2015 Department of Justice uh, Raymond Road Corridor Neighborhood Public Safety Planning Project Grant, etc. Motion, please. Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. Motion is second. Discussion? Um, I asked I asked Alder Fair, you know, what was this about, and he re referred me to Lieutenant Hansen, who has agreed to come and give us sort of an update about what they're proposing, and it, it sounded to me like a very interesting project, and I'm sure we'd like to learn more about it. I'm Mike Hansen from the West District, and in 2015, we applied for a federal burn grant, which is BYRNE. It's uh, named after... Uh, a police officer from New York City. And the goal of the burn grant is to not force upon any plans to a neighborhood, but to incorporate ideas and bring the community together to see what they want to do to ensure safety and more cohesion in the neighborhood. So for the last two years, we've been working on this grant. We were awarded $155,000. And the goal is for the Raymond Road uh, Balsam neighborhood, Betty's Teresa, to work with people from a grassroots standpoint to see what they want for the neighborhood to improve upon. And if we put together a successful plan, we are one of four, or we are one of 15 cities competing for four $850,000 grants. And we will find out based on our submission in October if we receive that $850,000 to carry out our plan. Part of our plan, so it's a lengthy plan, but part of it is an early action project, and that's before you tonight with the trailer. And our vision with the community is to have this 14-foot long trailer by 8-foot wide to be able to be used in any neighborhood in the city, but particularly the burn grant affected neighborhoods. And if you can envision the sides coming down and being service trays, the trailer would be rolled into a community for an event, a cookout, an education setting, um, landlord-tenant resources to be provided, uh, medical screens, dental screening. Whatever the case might be, it has to be grassroots from the neighborhood that they want to use the trailer for, they can. And so this before you is um, the cost of this trailer and, um, and trying to provide it here yet this summer. Thank you. Further discussion? Questions? Thank you very much. That was Thanks. helpful. Thanks, Mike. Oh, excuse Thank me. Alderman Skidmore. 
One question is, will this just be for the uh, Raymond neighborhood or would this be available for other neighborhoods in the city? Great question. We originally thought that it only had to be used in the burn grant affected neighborhood, but we wrote in the proposal that it would be the city of Madison's trailer upon uh, using uh, these federal dollars that we can use it uh, at, if the police department rolls it out to any neighborhood, uh, we can use it citywide. Thank you. Further discussion? I have one follow-up. Yes. Do you, will you be working with other agencies, like I imagine like the library or others that might want to do, have a, a vehicle to bring stuff to a neighborhood? Great question. So um, we just want to be the agents to care for the trailer and to be able to roll it out with some of our larger trucks. But if any neighborhood group wants to have a cookout, we're going to have grills on it. If any agency wants to have um, health screenings or um, a tenant resource agency wants to have something, a uh, tutorial in the neighborhood or a back-to-school program, they can. They can organize it. Frankly, we, we can't organize everything, but we'll roll the trailer into the neighborhood, and they just need to have the supplies and staff. Thank you. Further questions, discussion? Seeing none on the question, which is adoption, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you very much. Item 26. Is there a motion? Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. Motion and a second. Uh, we, I want to note we have a, a registration, not wishing to speak, but supporting and available to answer questions from uh, Z. Is it Hawkins? Did I do it right? Thank you. Um, representing the uh, contracting agency. Why don't we have a little presentation on the proposal before we do questions? Okay. Um, if, if I can begin um, by taking this opportunity to introduce a new member of the CDD team, um, that person is Sarah Lim. Sarah is the new um, Homeless Services Program Manager, um, replacing Sue Wallinger, who, who served in that capacity for many, many years. Um, Sarah comes from us, or to us from Tellurian. She's been with us since uh, April the 10th and um, has already had a, a big impact um, in the division. We're just very, very happy to have her. Um, so the resolution um, is presenting to you um, a, a recommendation to award a contract to perform street outreach services. Um, this is a follow-up to a provision in the 2017 operating budget that provided um, $170,000 to support this service. It is um, focused on, um, I, th I think, a bit more aggressive stance toward providing outreach services, um, concentrating on uh, people who are living on the streets or in other places unsuitable for habitation. And uh, rather than uh, making folks aware of community services that are available in, in Madison and Dane County. Um, we want to take this a step further. Uh, we want to um, connect people to um, organizations that are providing those services. We want to, in particular, focus on persons on um, the community's prioritized list, persons who are homeless, um, and um, specifically on persons who are at or near the top of, of that list, the top 25% or so names, so that we can do everything that we can 
to prepare those persons to um, be ready to um, occupy housing when housing becomes available. Often today when housing units become available and, and people at the top of the list are eligible to um, take advantage of that housing, um, housing providers run into obstacles ranging from the lack of um, documentation for length of homelessness, um, lack of documentation for um, a disability um, designation, um, and sometimes difficulty in, in locating people. So this is really meant to, um, in large part, to facilitate the entry into housing, to, um, to do that as efficiently as possible. In some ways in that regard, it is um, kind of a natural follow-on to the, the street outreach contract uh, that was let last year with Heartland Housing. You might recall um, in that case, um, $100,000 was provided to, to Heartland to um, locate and, and prepare persons to occupy the, the apartments at the Rethke Terrace Apartments. So this is similar in nature in terms of what it's trying to do. It's got a much um, broader scope in terms of um, where people might be housed, um, not just focused on a single property, but um, citywide. Um, and, and again, taking a, a, a bit more hands-on approach to uh, preparing people to take advantage of housing units when they become available. So we conducted a request for proposals process as we typically do and received responses from two applicants. Um, one was um, the group that we are recommending for funding, Sankofa uh, Behavioral and Community Health Incorporated in partnership with Operation Welcome Home. The second application proposal was submitted by Porchlight Housing, well-known um, organization to all of us. Um, they were both very good proposals. I think either organization could do the, um, the work that we're asking. Um, but the survey team that we assembled, and I should take a minute just to, to let you know um, who participated in the review of these proposals. Um, Sarah actually led uh, this team, and um, I participated on it as well. Uh, we were joined by um, Officer Andy Naylor from the Madison Police Department, who is the mental health officer assigned to the downtown um, area. Um, by Greg Frank, the president of um, the Downtown Business Improvement District, and by uh, Tammy Fleming, uh, the woman who leads the Friends of the State Street family. We'd also um, selected a member of the Homeless Services Consortium uh, Board of Directors, Shanice Morgan, um, a woman who has lived experience. Unfortunately, we found out late um, or we learned of a potential conflict of interest, and so um, Shanice stepped down from that role. But um, the rest of us uh, reviewed both proposals, interviewed both teams, um, in one case twice, and at the end of that process, um, by consensus, um, decided to recommend Sankofa um, to receive these grants or these funds. So, Sarah, if I've missed anything, if I think that was a good summary. Let me just add uh, two things in terms of um, uh, my recommendations on this. Uh, I went over the recommendations with uh, 
with Jim and uh, concurred. And there are two things I want to point out here. One has to do with uh, engaging in contracts with organizations that have not done things before. Um, you'll recall that I recommended a couple years ago on the uh, recycling contract that we engage with Pelletary, where we've been having traditionally services with waste management. I mean, a copy by uh, a company by tens of thousands of times larger than Pelletary and um, far more experience. But several things weighed in the decision, not the least of which is the fact that someone has to do something for the first time at some point. And how do you break through that barrier? And that when it's a local organization, uh, I think that we've got an obligation to take that into consideration. And uh, especially if, if we believe that they do have the, the, the capability uh, to do so. And so, um, well, in terms of, of, of experience that you might put down on a resume for the companies, uh, Porchlight is just about the oldest and largest such organization in the community that is involved in homeless services. Uh, we, we, we believe, and I concurred with the recommendation, that this was an instance where uh, we should, in effect, take a chance. Hopefully it's going to be a very tiny chance, and we believe, obviously, it'll be successful. Otherwise, you wouldn't be getting this recommendation. The second thing is that um, this is one instance in uh, two that you'll see at least this week where we are making an effort in terms of providing services to get closer to engagement of those who've got direct experience and direct contact with the folks that, that we want to serve and we want to engage. You'll be seeing the recommendations if you attend the session next Friday uh, on the response that we've been developing along with uh, along with um, well we had contributions on that discussion from Will Green from Mentoring Positives from the county's representation um, I'm trying to remember uh, I'm blanking out on I can remember Stephen Blue used to be the director of the program. Who am I thinking of um, from the county? Andre, yes, thank you, Andre, and 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 so on. And that as we uh, in make recommendations on the four hundred thousand dollars in this year's budget to deal directly with the highly at-risk youth that are engaged in very violent behaviors that we want to get folks who, again, uh, have life experiences which have professionally put them in contact with the folks we want to serve. 
And so uh, this is going to be, I think, an ongoing trend that we'll see in our recommendations on some of these contracts. So I just wanted to add that. Jim, you want to? If I might just take a a minute to um, share with committee members what we saw in this proposal that that excited us. Um, This is me being excited. Uh, but but it was it, it really was um, um, I think a compelling decision for us and what we saw in the Sankofa Operation Welcome Home um, team was this they were both both qualified I think both could do the job as I said but um, the composition of the not just the outreach workers that um, that Operation Welcome Home uh, will bring to the table, but the staff behind Sankofa and the um, mental health counselors and um, um, people that will work with uh, many of these clients um, was a much more diverse uh, group of people, um, many of whom took part in, in the interview, so we got a good um, feel for who they were. Um, a good number of the, the outreach workers um, have lived experience and and know about what they speak in, in terms of the challenges that are facing this population. Uh, we were struck by the, the very strong mental health service capabilities that Sankofa represents and their connection. Um, they, they are an established provider and user of the Comprehensive Community Services Program, um, which is an important resource that uh, we hope will, um, will be brought to bear in working with uh, homeless persons and then I just think the um, the passion that was reflected in uh, the team members in their presentations to us um, was unmistakable. And so, for those reasons, um, we don't think this is a this is a risky um, decision. We think it's a little bit um, maybe a little bit off the beaten path compared to the alternative. But um, it, it's one I think the the committee members have a good deal of confidence confidence will be successful. Alderman Rommel. Thank you. Well, I'm very um, pleased to be a co-sponsor of this, and, and for all the reasons you stated, I think it's a good idea to expand, um, you know, the opportunities for people to help us do what we need to do. But it struck me when I kind of skimmed through the different uh, the responses that um, Zankofa had a very specific number of deliverables, where the other one was more percentages. And so how important is that? I mean, do it if they don't reach that number of people? I mean, is it just how does that work on your end as contracts on the contract level? Well, we in, intend to stay very close to this um, contract and this provider. We we have the, the staff capability to do that. So um, we will um, monitor very closely the progress that, um, the grantee makes, and if they encounter difficulties, we'll we'll learn about those early, and we'll um, try to understand um, if they're not meeting um, performance goals, why not, and and what adjustments need to be make made. But um, I think the I think the um, proposals and the outcomes that the that are reflected in this proposal are um, realistic and um, you know I, I expect that they'll be able to meet those but we'll we'll be watching this very closely and 
and seeing what we can learn from um, their experiences in, in the early months of the contract. So now going forward, if somebody is living in their car or in a culvert in my neighborhood and somebody says, what about that person? I can now call this group and they would they would send somebody out, whereas before we never did that, although I thought we did. Yeah, I'd, suggest that correct? That, I'd suggest, uh, Alderman Rummel, that you call us and, <coughs> and call we would reach and the and group. But um, we did make clear in the in the request for proposals that uh, that city officials would um, want to exercise a bit more control in terms of uh, where the attention is focused. I think some people think that that the focus of this contract is solely on the downtown business district and the State Street area. And, and while that is certainly a priority, it is by no means um, our only focus. But we do want to be a little bit more um, flexible in terms of, of um, advising the um, and, and directing the, the outreach team as to, to where to put their attention. That's great news. Thank you. Alderman Brevere. Thank you, Mayor. First, a very warm welcome, Sarah, on behalf of all of us. We really look forward to working with you, and I'm thrilled that the CDD staff is finally um, coming into formation in terms of the record number of vacancies that they've suffered, so good job, Jim. I ask for separation on this item simply to ask one question, and that is how soon can we execute this contract? I noted that Lynette, uh, in her memo to the CDBG committee, stated that we could, um, that that contract could be executed perhaps by July 1st. And I'm wondering if, uh, we, of course, the council adopts this at our next meeting and we rush uh, the contract through the, the signing process and so forth, uh, how soon could we uh, hit the ground running? Because I am absolutely excited beyond belief that we have such an experienced, and I might add, a team with tremendous street credibility uh, that uh, applied for, for this um, uh, contract. And uh, I know that from reading their application, which was in Legistar, that it seems like they're ready to, to hit the ground running. I'm wondering how soon we're ready to hit the ground running. Maybe it's a question for Sarah even, but, but Jim, why don't you know more about the contract um, process? So provided... Um the council approves this recommendation on the 16th, as I expect they will. Um, we'll begin work developing a contract. Um, I think we will have a contract in place before July 1st. In fact, um, conversations um, with Sankofa and with Operation Welcome Home, first of all, they're, they're doing some of this work already. Um, so it isn't a matter of them starting fresh. It's a matter of them ramping up to take advantage of additional resources. But I think um, they anticipate to be operating at full strength um, on or about July 1st. But we actually might be able to execute the contract by, I don't want to put words in your mouth, June 1st, maybe, or is that where you're well, like pushing think, it? That's too I think the, the early part of June, um, we should have a contract in, in place and finalized. Great. Really looking forward to the work, Z, of you and your team. Thank you. Alderman McKinney. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mayor, and I apologize for being late. Um, I wanted to speak to this because um, I was very appreciative of the language that I heard when I came in, language that I didn't hear when I was at the council um, 
early 2015. And when you said stay very close to the contract, um, that you will be closely monitoring that contract. Um, you'll be looking at performance measurements and goals and looking to adopt those go adapt those goals, not at the end of the contract, but going throughout the contract. I heard that. That's a messaging that I did not hear originally, and I so very appreciate hearing that. that uh, that demonstrates to me and my needs that you're moving in a very good direction. So I commend you on that. And um, I have trust and experience with the, the people that's on the team. Uh, they are not new faces to me. They're not new people. And I've seen their work. I've seen their commitment. So as you said, it's not a new entity. It's an entity that has been doing this work for a period of time. And so as a, I'm not a co-sponsor on this, but I absolutely am encouraged by the direction. Thank you, Z. Thank you. Further discussion? Alderman Skidmore? Comment, question. First off, I'm really grateful that this is moving forward, and I'm really excited because this, I think this has been one of those missing link things that are going to help solve a lot of problems, yeah, particularly downtown, but, but elsewhere, so I'm really glad that this is happening. I would be particularly interested, too, uh, probably on a personal, from a personal standpoint, too, about understanding how the system is going to work and how uh, referrals can be made, who they go to on, a, on an operational level. I'd be very interested in being kept abreast of that. So, thank you. You look like I, I do when you're excited. <laughs> it comes from a certain hometown up in northern Wisconsin. Actually, can I? Yes, please. On that, um, so we, the community, um, the homeless services community, is very excited about this new project as well. But I just want to make a um, note that this is go not going to meet all the needs for outreach service in the city of Madison. So um, in our housing priority list, we have about 800 people, singles, listed. This contract specifies um, we are targeting um, about 100 to 150 people in this contract. So um, um, Alder Rommel mentioned that there is a percentage. So Porchlight was just assuming 100, about 100 people being served and then giving their percentage in terms of outcome. I think um, Operation Welcome Home and St. Kofa, they just put the numbers in there. So if you are um, assuming that they can serve 150 people outreach and not all of them can be connected to services, full services, they will definitely try to engage. Um, you can expect if somebody calls the city um, you know, office that I have a person, you know, sleeping in the car um, in front of my house or, you know, that response time may not be, you know, it's not going to be right away and it, we may not be able to get there because this team's priority is that top 25% of the people who are on the list as well. I think um, they have indicated that they are going to be flexible to meet um, the needs from the community um, and the businesses. 
So they will be flexible and city staff would be working with them, but um, it definitely would not meet the whole needs for the community. Thank you for the follow-up. Um, uh, two things that I, I neglected to mention is that um, the follow-up that you are doing, um, when and what is the frequency of reporting that back to this body and to the council? How would that accountability look like? Has that been incorporated? Because certainly um, I would want to see a check-in. A, a check this is how we're doing, and this is where we're meeting. And so that, that kind of check-in process I'd like for you to think about. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing is um, to acknowledge that it's not one side that's going to solve all of our problems, because there's a tendency that this will solve all the problems and recognizing that. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Mm -hmm. The final thing is on Sunday, um, I was uh, driving on East Wash, Washington, and there was a family there, uh, um, uh, a male, female, um, two toddlers, and a baby in a crib. They were, st they were standing at the island. So I made a U, and people were stopping to come and assist them because there were like three, four children there. Um, and that really concerned me um, a lot. So, so is that mechanism, will that incorporate, incorporate families, or not families, but situations like that? And, you know, how, and so, so me being the person that I am, uh, so I asked them, you know, how are you outreaching? Who are you outreaching? I called 911 as well. And so what is the connector for that particular family that was on the medium on, on Sunday? Um, currently, so this um, RFP um, did specify that we will target families with young children. So when the team um, starts, because there is no outreach program targeting families right now, um, so there is no outreach staff that you can call at this moment, but when the team is up and running, then you should be able to get the contact information, the outreach coordinator or manager's name, I mean name and number will be listed in the brochures, the information that we would um, pass out to the community, I believe. Um, currently, what they can do, um, if a citizen is concerned about homeless families, um, we have 1-800 number, um, Madison-Dane County Housing Resource Line. Um, so they have the coordinate entry um, system, so you get connected to um, the Salvation Army life person that you can speak to. They will try to, um, you know, assess the situation, try to divert them if they are not currently homeless. If they are homeless, they will give you information, what resources you are available, um, and yeah, they can access the shelter, those kind of things. Thank you. Thank you. Further questions, discussion? Since we're all chiming in, um, the one piece that I would add, thank you all for the conversation because I think it just shows how important we feel this is, so thank you all for doing the work. Um, 
as I see this, and I tried to make this clear, and I think we did in our language for this RFP, about this being in essence a proof of concept to try to provide a service that's not being provided. And I hope that through the evaluation and the work that you're doing ongoing, we can show to other funders that this is a model that's going to be fruitful for them. So I'm thinking particularly um, health plans and providers and Medicaid that, you know, if you pay for these sorts of services, it really does stabilize populations because we know that housing is such an important determinant of health. So mm -hmm. I just say that because I think it, we are kind of, we, I appreciate you saying that this is a very small piece, right, um, of a much bigger problem about helping people to manage these social determinants of health. And so we need other people to play in that game with us. We can't solve this alone. So hopefully we're gathering some good information on a strategy that will hopefully be fruitful. Sure. Actually, our community is working on um, the Health and Housing Connection um, Initiative, H2. Um, so we are working on expanding our resources through Medicaid. Um, yeah, the city staff is very involved in it, county, and um, we have healthcare providers and insurance um, companies involved in that discussion. Yeah, thank you. Further discussion? If not, thank you all very much. Z, thank you for your patience. Look forward to it. On the question then of adoption, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Motion to adjourn. Move adjournment. Is there a second? Second. Announcements are in order at this time. Just a reminder, our next meeting is not on a Monday. It will be Wednesday, May 24th at our usual time here. Um, as a couple of us will be at the Government Finance Officers Association meeting. Three of you. <laughs> All right. On adjournment. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you. Thank you.